Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. been a tough one but I'm so glad that you were tuned in to the Bloom Baby podcast whether you're streaming on Believe, uh, whether you're listening on Apple or Spotify or any great platforms. I'm so glad you decided to tune in my podcast. We have so much to talk about. Today's message for the last week of the faith series which is faith and family and relationships and I really want to break that uh, vision and concept down to really wrap up a great series um, that I have just really enjoyed sharing with you guys. And I think it's such a great catalyst into October, which is going to be my family series. And so I'm super excited about what comes with October. It also comes with, that's my drumming. Uh, It also comes with me being able to stream with you guys so i'll also be able to give you visuals kicking off in october uh with the family series so i'm super excited about that the song that you hear that we have been jamming to all month is jamie carter with the compass written by my beautiful talented uh husband joseph powell who wrote and produced this record the compass and like i said in the previous uh podcast episodes it really was the staple song for this series. Uh, when I kicked off the show, I said, "This, there can be no other song but this one to really solidify um, what the faith series is and what that looked like. And just the journey for women and the vision I wanted for women of all um, faith, of all um, different backgrounds, of all different races. I wanted us to come together and be able to really speak about the challenges and the, the triumphs of women and how we can bloom through faith, through family, uh, through friendship, through all things female. And so that's always been the forefront and the vision. And not only that, but most importantly, bloom in Christ. I'm super excited to really uh, wrap this up and, and kick it off. But just because it's the last week doesn't mean that it's not going to be some really good, great, great, great stuff that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, I also shared with you last week's episode that I was going to be doing um, something a little special just in tribute to my late father, um, which is birthday 23rd. Um, but of course, we got to kick it off with prayer and, and do some church. So I want you guys to take a moment, uh, close your eyes wherever you may be at, or just listen if you're driving. Don't want you to uh, get an accident or anything. So definitely just be able to uh, tap into the spirit. 
Lord, we thank you. We thank you for another day. We thank you for another uh, time that we can be able to come together and really um, listen to you, Lord God, and listen to what you have put in our hearts, Lord God. We thank you for another week. Although it's been challenging, Lord God, we know that you are always in front of us and behind us and to the side of us, Lord God. We thank you for the relationship that you have created for us to have with you, with with Christ, with God, and the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the relationship that you have asked of us and commended us with our neighbors, Lord God, and with our families and in relationships, Lord God. And so we want to be able to say thank you, and we love you, and we honor you. All thanks in the glory of God. Amen. So, you guys, I am super, super excited to kick off, like I said, the last week of the Faith Series, which is Faith in Family and relationships. Um, I, you know, I, I really had this downloaded in my soul. Uh, I spoke about that in um, my second uh, podcast episode where I thought I was going to be doing a specific message and the Holy Spirit was like, no, girl, I got something else I need you to do so you can connect those pieces. And it seems as if the more and more time goes by, um, that I'm doing this podcast and, and, and reaching listeners and reaching women. I've been getting feedback and DMs and, and so many great emails. Just women saying, you know, B, this is just so on time. Or, you know, I really needed something. I needed a, a, a positive outlet. I needed something that could really tap into the spiritual warfare that's going on around the world and within myself. You know, that's one of the big things is that, you know, I say a lot of times that a lot of our spiritual warfare is the warfare that's going on uh, within ourselves. And what ends up happening is, is that that warfare that's in ourselves and in other people ends up becoming out into the world. And when all that is mixed together, um, you have a bigger issue at hand. And so it's really important that we have that faith and that love that really can penetrate um, that spiritual warfare that we all go through. Um, no matter what position that you may be at. And so, you know, as this podcast goes on, um, you know, one of the main things that um, really brought it around full circle was the, the picture and the vision of what God seen when he cultivated and created family and relationship. And, you know, I... Um, had the blessing and, and honor to um, I actually me and my husband just got back yesterday um, flying in from his hometown uh, there in the DMV and, and got to stay with our family and, and my, my in-loves. I, was, I don't call them in-laws. I call them in-loves. And so I was able to stay with my mother and father in loves and our, and our brothers and, and just really have some family time and really take a second um, to just connect and, and really you know, see what others are going through and, 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 and speak about what you may be battling and going through, what that other person is battling and going through. And it really, you know, started to paint a picture for me of just um, how deep that aspect of family and relationship goes when it comes to the mind of God. Um, I really do believe that we can handle all of or, or let me say this, that God can handle all of the questions that we have for him. And so um, 
you know, it, it really caused me to ask a lot of questions. And I do believe once you have a lot of questions for God and you really genuinely mean it, God has a way of showing you glimpses and pictures and visions of what ultimately is his ultimate plan and purpose for each of us. Um, and so I, I really was able to see that. And then simultaneously at the same time that we're out there in the DMV, so many things were, is, is going on, obviously, um, in the world right now, in the climate. And then at the same time, my family here in Houston, um, the beta uh, hurricane tropical storm was happening. And so it really allowed you know, me to really tap in and say, whoa, God, you know, at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm here with um, half my other family and the other half is, is going through something. And so it really allowed me to be in the moment and, and love on the family. They're my in-laws. And at the same time, have this um, not really uh, worry because God doesn't want us to worry, but still have that love and concern for my family that was here in Houston as they were going through beta um and, and flooding was here so we had just missed it I, um literally me and my husband just missed it by the hair by barely a hair by getting to the dmv right before the, the tropical storm came in and then getting back uh we missed it just because our flight was kind of delayed due to the storm um and so we're, of course we're safe and sound but it really allowed me to paint the picture of just you know thinking about just that faith in family and really how much faith God had when he created a cultivated family. And when I say family, I'm not just speaking about family that God gave you, your sister, your brother, your parents, but the family in the kingdom of God. And, and, and so I just really want to take a moment to really paint that picture with you and share some, some biblical scriptures because like I always say, you know, do your research. You know, you will hear that from me several times uh, throughout every podcast. Do your research. Go to the word of God and really tap into what um, God is saying, because you really have to test the word of people, especially in today's modern times. And I mean, that's something that even God was sharing back then. You know, God was so ahead of his time. I mean, even back then he was saying, you know, Test the word, you know, line up with the word of God. Does it, does it, does it test with what, what my father is saying in heaven? And so um, that is what you'll always hear from me. Is does, does the word of God align with what you are downloading in your spirit when it comes to um, anything? And so, you know, that's the main point I always want to share with you guys is really that research aspect when it comes to the word of God. Um, but I, I want to take a second and really dive into the vision um, that God had when it came to um, family and, and relationships and how that dynamic works and just how just um, critical it is, one, but also how strategic God is. And he's such a he's such a painter and a cultivator and a a mastermind just all wrapped in one when it comes to it and it's it's really mind-blowing because you know you think you know what it means to be in a relationship or you think you know what it means to to really uh have faith in family but when you look at the word of god and you look at what he says you're like whoa i am way off base here or not so much off base but sometimes you could just be missing some critical pieces that completes the picture 
And so I'm here to do that. And and one of the things I always say uh, in all my previous podcast streams is that, you know, I'm I'm not here to force. um, I'm not here to um, give you the answers, really. And that's one of the things I have to realize is that I'm here to inspire and help along the journey. I I seen a quote the other day from a therapist uh, that I follow on my social media account, and she said, you know, as a therapist, we're not here to give you the answers. We're here to help you find those answers. And I said, whoa, that is, that is, that is, um, that's mind-blowing. And so for me, I'm going to take it a, a step further as who, who God has called me to be um, as, as a, one, as a believer in Christ, but two, the calling that I know he's put on my life uh, for young millennial women like yourself tuning in, is that I'm here to inspire, inspire you along with the journey that I'm going through as God continues to bloom and cultivate me, and that I shed and share that with you. Um, and, and it hopes that it inspires you to go to God who does give you the answers. And so that's what I took from that quote is that, no, um, I, I, I don't believe that um, – a therapist or anything like that may uh, have all the answers you're seeking, but I do believe that they will help you find those answers that are within you already to help you become. Uh, I believe the, 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 the only true source that has those answers for you is God, um, to where you can really go to him and say, God, I don't have uh, the answers. Uh, you know, what do I do? And so my job as a believer in a vessel is to inspire you with the journey that God has me on to where that inspires you to go to God with the questions that you have, because I know that he will provide those answers for you. Um, and, and so that, that is my piece to it. And like I said, you know, the, the downloads that he gives me, I share them with you. And in hopes that, like I said, it, it sparks something in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, in your spirit. It says, whoa, I, I feel where B is coming from. I understand where she's coming from. And that allows me to unlock some things that are in my soul and my spirit um, that allows God to continue, that allows God that will, that will continue to cultivate me and bloom me um, into the purpose that he's called me to do and be fulfilled. And so that is my uh, uh since <laughs> into the world um, that, that God has, has called me to do. So I want to, you know, redirect for a second. Um, the other piece of that, too, is that I was getting a lot of feedback, uh, a lot of DMs. I, I read all of you guys' feedback and comments and DMs about the podcast and just uh, the journey that I'm on and, 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 you know, just really looking at the the um the stories and things and a lot of the feedback I was getting from the alum was like, man B, you know, we really enjoy, you know, the Bible aspect, the scriptures and everything. And they were like, but we really, really love your your anecdotes and your stories. And and I was speaking to my sister about that actually, my big sister who she will be coming for the family series in October, and I'm super excited about that because whew, when she and I get together, it's just it's just a good old time. Uh, but um, you know, I, I asked her, and I said, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a writer at heart. Um, I, 
I love to write. And what's just funny is that, you know, that is one of the things that I feared the most growing up was using my voice in any aspect, whether it was writing or vocal, because I was so afraid of the reaction of what others would say or, or think or uh, and hoping that I wouldn't uh, dear or lead someone away with whatever I may be sharing. Um, and so I knew as I got older, it was just a burning desire, even though it was something I feared. And, um, you know, I speak about that in my book, Honeybees of Wallflowers, um, which if you have not gotten the book, I, I, I urge you to really, really, really uh, jump on Barnes & Noble, or you can have it available on Amazon um, and definitely get you a copy because it really does paint the picture um, as far as my personal story, my personal journey, just how I got here. Um, and if you're dealing even with, uh, you know, introvertness or being shy or, uh, you know, being scared to speak in front of people or use your voice, it really is the ultimate, uh, as I say, girl guide and uh memoirs when it comes to women and so I really encourage you is to really buy my book and really um get encouraged that's the main thing is really get encouraged with the stories that I share and so you know I was speaking to my sister and you know I was telling her I said you know I'm I'm, I'm a writer at heart and you know I love sharing um anecdotes and stories um about what I may have learned along the way and tied in as a lesson for people you know, that is my teaching style. You know, that is my inspiration style. Um, that's, that's who you are. Why, why would you want to, um, why would you not want to have that a part of your podcast? You know, you, that's, that is your stitch. That's what makes people feel like they can relate to you is when you tell your personal journey and your stories um, and, and tie them in really with, you know, how you got to where you got to. And so um, I, I really was like, whoa, you're absolutely right. How could I, you know, do a podcast and not always have a personal story to tie in? Um, because I really do feel our testimony is everything. Uh, it's the reason why God created your specific purpose for you. Um, and, and in the family dynamic, every uh Person in the kingdom of family has a specific purpose to fulfill, a specific duty to do, um, a position to play, and and so you know that testimony is critical, and I, I I do believe that you know that is my uh my piece in the family kingdom of God and in the family of my uh, immediate family that God is, has given me my earthly family is that that is my piece uh, in the puzzle is that being a writer and being an author and being a storyteller and, and sharing that uh, so people can and can feel like they're not alone and that they're not relatable. And I think that's the impact um, of me. And, and, and so, you know, when I when I got that great advice from her, I said, you know, you're absolutely right. And it was really confirmed when I was getting a lot of feedback. And a lot of people who have already read my book, Honeybees and Wallflowers, they were like, be, you know, your stories, it just, it felt like I was there. It really, like, you painted the picture of your childhood. You really painted the picture of college. Like, these stories that you went through, it made me feel like I was, I was going through them or that I went through something similar. Um, 
tied it back into God. And so we really want to hear more of your stories uh, throughout your podcast. And I said, you know what, you're absolutely right. And so I um, I really took that into consideration. And, you know, that is one of the pieces that I will make sure um, to continue to cultivate uh, throughout my podcast series is really sharing the the personal stories um, and anecdotes uh, along the way because y'all are like we really want to know they're they're always so funny they're also hilarious or they're they're heartfelt or or you know I lead with something I lead with a gem and in my in your own in my own little way and so I said okay I, who am I to 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 shut that down for you guys so I definitely want to uh, continue to incorporate that um, I, I want to like I said I want to redirect and really focus on um, just when I say faith and family, what that looks like. And I, I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the climate of the world right now. I'm thinking about the hurt um, that I know a lot of people in America are feeling right now. Um, because, you know, not only has it been a rough year of 2020 thus far, um, but just in our legal system, it has really, it has it's caused a lot of heavy hearts. Um, and I, I, I'm a firm believer that our Christ cares about the tears of his people. Um, you know, he doesn't turn a blind eye to the ones that are hurting. That is one of the reasons he came and, and, and guide on Calvary was for not only our ultimate sins and all the sins of the world, but to really make right with us. It, 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 it really showed the unconditional love that he had for people, his people. And so I, I, that and I I realized that as a woman and particularly a black woman and seeing the visuals and the images um, that we have been seeing on TV and, and social media um, has been it's been hard I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that it's been easy to digest it's been hard um, and you know not just as a black woman, but a black woman who's an American. And I, I think that is a, uh, can be a very, a very tough balance on days, you know, uh, where, where it's, um, it's hard to have those two coexist at the same time, if I can be honest, because, you know, you have a sense of, um, you have a sense of, of, of love and honor and respect to be an American because, you know, this is, this is the, the land in which your people built. This is the land in which, um, great people across historic times have, um, inputted light into this world. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, as the Bible speaks about, it's, it's really in what you sow. And, you know, 
I do believe just as much good seeds that have been sown into this world into um into America into the 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 completed picture, I do believe there has been good seeds sown, but at the same time, I do believe there's been bad seeds sown um, that makes up what we see right now. And um, what we are seeing and experiencing, like I said before, and on my previous uh, streaming is that it's, it's an exposing time and it's a healing time. And at the same time, it's a growing pain time. And so all of those are working simultaneously at the same time. And, you know, contrary to what people may believe, healing is is painful. <laughs> um, there's this misconception that healing is this, you know, peaceful journey. And, you know, it's, it's this just flow and things just, you know, you just all of a sudden wake up and it's just everything's fine and you've been healed. And I think that's a very dangerous uh, misconception because when healing ends up taking, takes place, one things up getting exposed for the better. Um, and it doesn't look what we thought it was going to be portrayed as. It can cause a lot of destruction and a lot of hate. And a lot of um, absence of love and faith, if you want me to be honest with you. And so, you know, when, I, when I'm thinking about today's message as far as faith and family, you know, I'm thinking about the ones we lost along the way. I'm thinking about, um, you know, the, the over 200,000 people who've lost their lives to COVID. I'm, I'm thinking about Breonna Taylor. I'm thinking about, um, you know, I'm thinking about the ones even in the entertainment realm we've lost as far as just different icons. I'm thinking about, um, you know, people who've lost their parents or their grandparents or, you know, um, just just all of that. You know, I'm thinking about um, our, our, our lady our our uh, RGB who we lost on the Supreme Court who did so much for women you know I'm 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 thinking about the kingdom of family and so um I'm thinking about my own father and I think that's why I was so heavy on my spirit this week when his birthday um passed which would have been his uh 61st birthday and so I you know I I think about I'm thinking about all of those and just what God really had for his people when it came to faith and family and relationships. And so, um, you know, I, I want to take you to the Bible and some scripture, but I, I first want to share, you know, just a story with you. And it, it, it made me think about, you know, I was traveling all yesterday and um, I'm there at the airport and uh, we're in the food court and my husband went and got some Chinese food and I had a taste for some Chipotle. And um, I'm standing in line at the Chipotle and it was a lady to the right of me and uh, she's waiting and it's just me and her. And, you know, I walk up to her and I start my order and I said, hey, you know, I, I wanted, uh, I want the veggies. Um, if you're a Chipotle fan or anything, 
And if you love vegetables, you know those grilled vegetables that you put on the Chipotle bowl of burrito just really sets it off, okay? <laughs> it just, it's like, you know, it's just the just the topping that just really makes the meat and, and the sour cream, the rice, and cheese all come together. If you're a vegetable lover, I don't know if everybody is, but I know for me, those grilled peppers just really set it off. And they happen to be out of the grilled peppers. And so... You know, the, the guy tells her, oh, well, you know, we just dropped some hot grilled peppers, and she's also waiting for grilled peppers. And so um, in that moment, you know, I'm sitting there with my mask on. She's sitting, you know, she's standing with her mask on. She has scrubs on, so I realize she's a doctor. And, you know, we're looking at each other, and it's it's it, it really made me, um, and I know, I, I guess I'm just, like I said, I'm an empath, I'm a sensitive soul, but when you look at the the dynamic of us, you know, we had nothing in common, you know, on the outside. You know, I'm a black woman. Oh, she was a white woman. That's the obvious. Um, you know, she's a doctor in scrubs. I'm a, I'm a writer and a journalist. Um, but in that moment, though, what we shared, although something so small and insignificant, was the love of peppers. And sitting there with masks on so it's like you know this COVID has taken us away from being able to connect with other people or your neighbor or your because you're so scared you know and we weren't six feet apart I mean we were like right up on each other we have known each other for years and so in that moment it was as if like you know that's all that mattered was just the connection of being able to relate to one another even if it was for a few minutes even if it was just for over some peppers and found out a lot about each other. We happened to be going to the same place to Houston. We had both lived in LA for a long time and we both loved Houston food and, you know, we both did all these things. And so, and so you know, in that moment, I just, I, I really recognized just how God is so, um, so strategic that it doesn't matter the background you come from. It doesn't matter the race that you are, it doesn't matter, you know, the only thing we had in common outside of our love for green peppers is that we were women, and that we were in this thing together, and that, you know, we were facing COVID together, and so God has a way of connecting pieces to want you to have a relationship with a neighbor, I mean, that's, that's what the Bible says, you know, it, 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 it that is a commandment, first love God with all your your heart your mind and your soul and after the next commandment is love your neighbor as you love yourself and so it's it's right there in the bible and so it's crazy that God has a way no matter how different you may think you are from your neighbor um it really does paint the the overall um full picture of what God wanted when it came to relationship and when it came to um, family. And I, 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 you know, and, and we, like I said, we spoke for not even, I want to say about 10 minutes as we waited for our food. We actually didn't even exchange names, which is crazy. It was just in that moment, we enjoyed that 10 minute conversation, that genuine 10 minute conversation about her, her life as being a doctor my life being a writer, our love for peppers from Chipotle, um, living in Houston and living in LA. And we said to each other, all right, God bless you, be saved. And that was it. 
Um, and that's really what God really wants from his family in the kingdom. And, you know, I, I thought about that moment and I got on the plane and then, like I said, the Holy Spirit was just downloading all of these things into my spirit when it came to that vision of um, just kingdom family. And then I, 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 you know, I fast forward, we get here in Houston, we land here in Houston, we get here at about eight something, 8.30, we get to our, our place, back to our house. And, you know, we live on the third floor. So I'm running, you know, back downstairs to grab some luggage I had left in the truck. And as I go downstairs, there's a woman, another woman coming upstairs. And huge bug that was out was like a huge roach y'all and it was on the staircase and I jumped I was like oh my gosh and I was like oh and I I told the girl who in that moment what we had in common was our race we were both black women um you know we both had natural hair and you know we're both but the only thing in that moment that really mattered was the fact that this roach was there and we us we both wanted to get to safety. It didn't matter about any of the other things. It didn't matter. It was just I see this immediate um, this immediate danger. And she was terrified of her. She was like, I am terrified. Like she froze like, I'm terrified. If you could just go in front of me or if you could just push him up or like I'm terrified. So in that moment it didn't matter. Although we recognized the surface things. I recognize that you're a black woman and I'm a black woman. Um I recognize that woman first, I'm a woman first. I recognize that you're a millennial, you're young, I'm young, or you have natural hair. I mean, yes, the physical attributes you notice, of course. But in that moment, the only thing her soul cared about was there is a roach here and I'm terrified of it. Can you help me? Can you assist me? And I, I, I it, just, it, was, it was two different spectrums that God allowed me to see that same day. It was the doctor who, was at Chipotle at the airport earlier that day, who you would think we had nothing in common. And we had so much in common. Um, like I said, the love of peppers is what started that conversation. And then you had, um, who, like I said, happened to be a, a white woman. And then you have a woman who I got to encounter with, who was a neighbor later that night, who just wanted to be protected by something. It's a black woman. So I, I, I really hope I'm, y'all are not missing the message I'm sharing here. And so I, I, I say that to say that God, God for everyone, um, he cares about the smaller things and the love that you have for certain things to be able to connect with another person. And then he also cares about putting you in a position to be able to help someone when you feel that they're in danger. So I, I just, I, I really... I wanted to paint that picture for you guys in my story time, in my personal time to say that God has a way of sharing and painting these pictures and images if we just take enough time to sit silent and observe and notice. Because I could have just passed that lady up at the, at the I, I mean, I don't think that, you know, would be of significance two or three years, but in that moment, on in today, in, in, in this climate, in this world, with everything going on, with human connection dwindling down to nothing more than social media and digital because we can no longer 
even stand next to one another or it was refreshing just to be able to have a conversation with another woman over the love of something because we shared a love for something and then in the same breath to be able to be put in position later that night for another woman who happened to be a black woman and she was in fear of a roach that was on the staircase and she knew can you please remove me? can you help can you help me because and I and I'm telling her, hey, I'm scared of roaches too. But she said, no, but I'm 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 fear I I'm terrified. And so in that moment, it was like, okay, well, we can tackle this together. Although you fill in the blank there, you know, it, I'm just using a roach as an example. If you feel what I'm saying, fill in the blank how you must. But in that moment, she was reaching out for help. And in that moment, I did not ignore her. The woman earlier today, the doctor, uh, who happened to fly be flying to Houston so she can go and do her trial runs at the hospital, who I did not get her name, just wanted to connect and talk about the love that she had. And so um, it, it, it really does show the spectrum and, and how God moves. And I, I want to I wanna get back to scripture um, and, but I, I first want to share, you know, um, two quotes for today. And um, I, I really want this to stick in your in your mindset here. And, um, you know, I, I actually heard this um, in Kirk Franklin's song and his new album. And it blew me away. It blew me away. Do y'all understand my, it blew, I was on that plane and I wanted to stand up and just start breaking out into like crazy break dance. If, they, if it wasn't us with the seatbelt sign on, I really wanted to break out into um, <laughs> a praise stump because it touched me to my core. And I want to share that with you guys. And it says, um, uh, that God and so you know the quote that uh, Kirk Franklin says in a song um, on his new album touched me so much and he says turn to your neighbor and say if God is our father that makes us family how can you love God and not love me? Get yourself together. <laughs> you that quote messed me up. Do you hear me? I got I have to say it again because I was in and it's so it's so perfect for the times of the world that we are in right now. He said, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, if God is our father. That makes us family. How can you love God and not love me? Get yourself together. <laughs> and so, you know, I, 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 I say that to the listeners today is that I, I want us to remember that we are in a spiritual warfare. We are. Um. And that it is not a flesh and blood. That's in the Bible. It is not a flesh and blood. We are in a spiritual war with with the darkness in the in the principalities of that. And so we have to do our due diligence to understand that 
when you are a child of God, you are now a part of a family. You are part of a spirit outside of just your earthly family of mommy, daddy, sister, brother. Absolutely. Yes, that is your first ministry and your spouse. Absolutely. But that family is now put into a bigger conglomerate. And now you are part of a bigger kingdom. And, and that is also your family. And so, you know, it it, it, it really does um, make you look at people and thing, things on a bigger scale when it comes to God commanding us to love other people and have faith and others and in your neighbor and forgive and, and, and learn to understand that um, we're in this together. And if you happen to not love or have faith in your neighbor, um, you need to get yourself together because that is what God commands of us. How could we have a faith in family or relationship aspect when we we don't even recognize you as family. It's the reason why we can pass by other people, whether they are in hurt or pain or or they're they're down low or they're on their low. You see them, you see, you see them. It's not like your natural eye doesn't see them, but your spiritual eye can just keep going and just pass them up. How are we able to do that? Well, it's because it's a disconnect. It's a disconnect of us not seeing them as family. That is what I really wanted to bring to you guys today more than anything, is really understanding um, that core piece and that quote that just really stuck out to me um, that Kirk Franklin shared. Um, I know we're, we're, we're winding down with time, but I definitely wanted to tap into um, the scriptures for today that I want you to take time to really, really study them, read them, because it really does paint the picture of family, the faith in the faith it took for God to have in the overflow. See, because God is not gonna if God is not gonna give you an attribute that He doesn't have. Does that make sense? And what I mean by that is, if God at the beginning of time, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit said, "I want to make them in our image." he not give us the attributes that he has so that we can be like Christ. And I say that to say that God has to have faith and an overflow of love, an abundance of love, an overflow of love and faith. To say, I want to have a relationship and I want to have a family. It's the reason why he created and cultivated Adam. And so Look at it like that. You understand that if you go back to Genesis, you'll understand that the first relationship of the first family unit was God, the Son, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. That was them at the beginning of time. It was three. That's why it says the three chord. It was them. It was that was the family unit. And because of that overflow of faith, because of that overflow of, 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 of love, they created Adam and they cultivated and made Adam. And once they made Adam, the relationship was born, a second relationship. Because you got to think, the first relationship was with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. That was a family and a relationship. And then he created Adam, a 
cultivated at him. And then he recognized, wait a minute, something is still missing. That's another piece I want women to understand as well, is that I know women, we have a hard time to accept that piece of Genesis because, you know, or even just in general, there's this misconception that God made a mistake, that God... didn't uh that the guy had to go back and fix something like that's the reason why he made Eve like oh I forgot I forgot uh I forgot to make her or no 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 God realized that something was missing that is completely different from making a mistake it's like an artist still painting its picture and taking the paintbrush and taking a step back and saying hmm I got the mountains, I got the fish, I got the sea, I got Adam, I got, but there's something that will just really just, just pop this thing off. It will, I mean, it, 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 this is going to be like the love of all loves. And that is why he created woman because he knew something or someone was missing. You want, you want a, you want a mistake? You want to buy half and says, no, it was ordained for Eve, for women to be here and to continue and replicate what he already did in the spirit of family and relationship, which was Adam and Eve. And so we really have to um, get that understanding. And of course, women can have kids. So then you have the aspect of now we can make our own family unit. And then once we become believers of God, now we're part of a, like I said before, a bigger uh, unit of family. And so I, I just, I really wanted you guys to get that understanding because there's been a lot of misconceptions of, okay, well, uh, you know, why why didn't God think of Eve? Why didn't, no, 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 it's because Eve was, it's like the cherry on top of things. It's like, well, wait a minute. I'm still missing something. And I, I, I only understand that concept because of my father being a painter and an artist to where I would watch him for hours make beautiful paintings and take a step back and have his paintbrush kind of resting on his bottom lip and he's like looking and saying, okay, I just, I feel like I, I can, there's something else I need to add to this picture to expand it. I'm not taking away, I'm not, this is a mistake. Let me do it. No, I say I want to add to because something is missing, and that was the woman. And so I, I just really want women, and, and and like I said, the purpose of the Boom Baby podcast, the purpose of my book, Honey Bees and Wallflowers, was to really paint that picture to young women. The the position you play in the family unit, in your immediate family. And in the spiritual kingdom of family, the really powerful position that you play, that you complete the picture. Because what happened after that? When he made male and feed him on Adam and Eve, he breathed, he, he put breath into their nostrils. And so that, that really solidifies the aspect of how God used um, family, relationship, and women. And so um, I really encourage you to really revisit Genesis, take it back, take, make, make it be baby steps and really take it back to the beginning and understand why um, it, it was done the way it was done when it came to 
Eve um, being taken from Adam and God recognizing that something was still missing in that masterpiece that he had seen in the spirit. Um, but, you know, I, I, I kind of wanted to paint a picture as well, too, and, and share with you guys was uh, Hebrews uh, 13, verse 2. And I think that also paints the picture, you know, with the, the, the visual of faith in family and faith in relationships and what God um, really wanted from his people. And it says, be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. I'll say that again. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. And that's Hebrews 13, verse 2. And that one was a really eye-opener for me because it really, you know, made me think about those two women yesterday and just how God will use the Holy Spirit to download some things uh, just by just by having a conversation. Just by having, just by having a conference, you will be, you will be shocked at how much, um, you can really get, um, from God. Because really what you're ultimately saying is when you have a relationship or a, 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 you play a position in the, in the kingdom of family, you're not understanding or recognizing that when you have a relationship or you have a faith in family, that you are having faith in God. That's ultimately what you're saying, that you are having faith in God, that you are having faith in the fact of his family, the, the original relationship, which was belief of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, but also relationship he wanted to have with his people, with us. That is the most important critical purpose on earth outside of the other purposes that you will be fulfilling on earth, whether in your career, in your ministry, in your business, the most important is the relationship you have with God in that original family unit. And I, I just, and, and the role you play as the woman in that family unit and in the, in the spiritual family unit. And so it's, it's really, it's really important to get those pieces and, and understand, um, especially with what's going on because it's 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 really ugly right now in the world and um but like I said I know with just as much darkness and just as much um bad seeds that been, have been sown uh like they say the wheat in the weeds in the bible that God says that he will throw away the weed and and, and you know when that time comes and keep the wheat um, I know that there's just as much good seeds and just as much light in the world. And it really does for me, because it is about perspective. Um, and I think both things can coexist. I think us saying, wow, there's darkness in the world and, and we still need to, we still need help and assist with that. But also I think that statement can coexist. And I believe that the statement can coexist as far as the, the perspective of, recognizing that we got a strong God. We have a strong God and we see how ugly this is. If you are a believer of God and we're looking at the times and we say, oh Lord, this, this, ooh, this is crazy. This is, I mean, every day is something. 
it, I mean, literally every day it's something, then that lets you know how big of a God we serve and how much he had to die on the cross for if we are, we are seeing this live out in front of our eyes. And so we have to kind of think about that perspective, say, oh my gosh, if, if human capabilities can do something like this right now, if human capabilities can kill people, uh, murder people, um, 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 rape, steal, destroy, if the enemy can, can convince and have the human capabilities for us to do this, then I know we got a strong God because that strong God already got victory and he's already went to the cross for all of these things and he wins at the end. So that lets me know how big our God had to have been to conquer all of this that we are seeing play out in our world today. So at the same time, we can, there's nothing wrong. And I, I shared that on my post and I'll share that with you to give honor to my father. Like I said, I would because his birthday just passed this week. Like I mentioned, the last words he shared with me before he passed um, was walk and cry, walk and cry, baby, and keep pressing. And I, I will share that with you again is walk and cry. I'm not saying to ignore what is going on because it is, it, it can make you cry. Um, but there's nothing wrong with having simultaneously grieving and crying for things that's going on in the world because that's, that's, a, that's a release of something. That is saying, whoa, I, I have empathy. And I'm feeling what's going on in the world. I, I ache with you. I can I will sit with you. That is what empathy simply means. It doesn't mean I, I'm, I'm going to erase your problem because only God can do that. But I can inspire you. I can have empathy. I can sit with you while you're in this darkness and let you know that you're not alone. And that in hopes my light can inspire you. I can turn my light bulb on and I can have it on as we sit right here in this darkness with you. And so that is what relationship and, and the family unit and the kingdom was always supposed to be about. And, and that is how Jesus sees us and, and why he had to go and do what he had to do and, and, and why we're seeing these things um, in, the, in the natural look crazy. I mean, like I said, I'm a journalist. I, I see it and it's, it does. It can mess with you emotionally, spiritually, and mentally. And that's why it's so important is to really have that original concept of family and relationship and really hold on to that and allow that to be your anchor because if not it can get really really crazy but also understand if you happen to float off or lose sight of that anchor because we all do at times that you have a God who will allow you to float because that's the law if you let go and release your body will float it's the law. It's how it works. Don't panic. Allow yourself to float. Allow God to take hold of you and get you through. And, and that is that is the purpose of what, like I said, that family unit, that family relationship was always supposed to be about. Um, I, I want to share just a few last things before we close out here. Um, and that is... What does, and I get this question a lot is, what does that, what does that biblical model look like um, when it comes to God using us um, in position or, or, you know, as a family unit? And I want to share uh, two of those with you. 
before we close out because I thought they were really, really powerful. And then, of course, we're going to do a live church and we're going to pray. And I will be back for the family series kicking off for October. But I really wanted to share these two with you. Um, one of the things that came to my heart and I it, it blew me away was um, I read this and it said the biblical model is that God deliberately chooses imperfect vessels. Those who have been wounded, those with physical or emotional limitations. Then he prepares them to serve and sends them out with their weaknesses still evident so that his strength can be made perfect in that weakness for the kingdom of family, for the spiritual kingdom family that we are all a part of when you make that call and that choice to say, I want to follow Christ. And so I need you guys to understand that we are all in perfect vessels. You show me a perfect person, and I'll show you where that person needs God. That's what I'll say. You show me a perfect person, I'll show you where that person needs God. Imperfect vessels. So, you know, I, I see a lot of excuses and a lot of, well, you know, this person didn't deserve this, or this person deserved this, or, well, this person wasn't doing the right choice, or this person wasn't. Hey, I, what I will say is this. I thank God that I am not, a, I, I thank God that I'm not God. I thank God that God is the one who is going to judge and, and judge the man and woman's heart because we'd all be killing one another if it was based on what we thought uh, being a quote-unquote good person is. Because I know I've fallen short. I know I need grace. And, and hope, I hope that you know that you need grace more than anything. And so I say that to what we have been seeing across these TV images. I say that to the families that have to bury their loved ones this week due to violence. I say that to the, the, the mother whose child didn't make it home on the Chicago streets because they're getting killed by the same people that they are wanting to protect. Because see, we have to speak about both spectrums. As a, as, a, as a woman, as a black woman, I got to speak about both spectrums when it comes to the family unit. We can't, we can't speak about one half and not speak about the other. So my heart goes out to um, both sides. It really does. It, 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 it truly does because I know that God is for us all. And when God is for us all, who can be against us? So I really encourage you guys to really visit these scriptures in Genesis and Hebrews. Um, when it talks about painting the picture um, of, of what true kingdom family looks like. And, 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 and also understanding, too, and, um, is that you know, I, there's this common misconception, and I really hate this quote, and I hear it all the time, is that, you know, we, we, you, know you come in this world alone, you'll leave alone. And I, I, you know, I had a really hard time digesting that, that quote. And the more and more I realized, because, you know, there's a reason why God says his people are supposed to be, um, you know, in this world, but not of this world. Meaning, you know, we're just here visiting. This is our temporary residency, but it's not our forever home. The difference between residency and your actual home address. Okay. And. You know, we're not supposed to succumb to what, what the world says we are. We're supposed to walk in authority who God says we are and who we are, who we are, whose we are. 
And so I realized the reason why I've always had problems digesting that quote of, well, you come in this world alone, you're going to die alone. Or, you know, I came in this world alone, however the quote goes that people seem to use in TV, movies, radio, music. And I just really had a hard time with that. And I realized it's a lie. I realized it's a lie. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, it's a lie. (laughs) And that's why I have a hard time digesting it. And the reason I say that is, how can we say that we come in this world alone when God already ordained you and your purpose before you got here? God called you forth and put you in your mother's womb to have you. He already, it's like, it's like a visitor coming and he makes sure that the hotel, that the, the, the maids come. I mean, you know, depending on what hotel you stay in, because there's some people that just don't forget where you come in. But you know that there is a, there, the, the main purpose there is to make sure that the hotel, the, the room is ready, the bed is set, the, the pillows are, are laid down for that guest to arrive. There's a preset plan blueprint for you before you get here. And not only that, it says that Christ is in the room with you, in the in the cells, in the blood cells, in the everything that forms and makes you you. That's in a spiritual realm and in a scientific realm. Because if we go scientific, what I've been discovering within maybe like the last year or so is that eggs that are in your mother's or, you know, that she had, she was also in your grandmother. Meaning that a woman is born with the exact eggs at birth that they're going to have eventually when they start their own family. Meaning that your mom, a part of you was in your mom when she was born. And her, and her, so it is a generational thing that you are never alone. That you, that the Holy Spirit and the angels were rejoicing any time a birth and a, a new spirit comes into this world. That is biblical. So how can we spread this lie and say, well, you coming in this world alone, you leaving out alone. You're not leaving out alone. It says, in my Bible, it says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. You think, what? God made you in an overflow. That means that he had so much love and faith to give that it was abundantly overflow. So why would he at any point leave you, whether in death or in birth or anywhere in between? Him, the Holy Spirit, and God. And then not only that, the generational family, spiritual kingdom you come from, and the the the, um, the the actual earthly family that God puts you a part of. You had already been carried in generations through your ancestors. That's science and that's biblical. So why do we keep believing that we have to do this thing alone? I don't believe that. And I realize my soul does not believe that. So I, I encourage you women is that you do not have to suffer this storm alone, whatever storm you're going through. It could be the storms of COVID right now that it's giving you anxiety. It could be what you're seeing with the climate, dealing with racism and, and, and you know, the, the hatred between or what the media is saying is hatred between black and white. people. You could be having the storm to see how our legal system and our government said you could have, be having a storm of wanting to keep your hope. And I'm letting you know, I'm telling you that you are not alone. 
It's okay to seek and ask for the tools you need to help build a sturdier um, um, ship. And, and so I, I, I encourage you that don't believe the hype. We were meant for community. We come from community. And so God doesn't want us to be alone. He's not, he doesn't ever leave us. Now we could choose to ignore him. We could choose not to recognize him, but he's always going to be there. Um, and, and so, you know, that was just really on my spirit for you guys to really understand that aspect of it when it comes to why God had me do um, and, and kick kick off the October of Family Series, but in faith, in family, it's the last one to bridge into the Family Series for October because I really needed to paint the picture and get you guys to understand what he means when he's truly saying um Faith in family and faith in relationships and faith in a spiritual family. Um, and, and it's it's just it's really important to really grasp. And, you know, I. Um, I, you know, one of the things I like I said, I, I want to share with you before I go is just. Even with my situation, I speak about that in my book, Honeybees and Wallflowers, is that. um I start off with my book with speaking about how I even was called here to this earth. Um, you know, my parents had had my brother and my sister and from, you know, their perspective, they were done. Like my mom and dad were like, all right, we didn't have the boy and the girl, you know, usually families are like, okay, we got a boy and a girl, we got two kids, we're good. You know, this, the, the family's complete. Uh, you know, my mom was going through her master's program to get her master's during the time she was young. She was in her late twenties. My dad was doing the same. And, you know, they were done having family, you know, two times, everything, everything was done. Um, and it, it was their best friends, who, we, who I call my Uncle RV. He's a, uh, you know, a renowned, incredible pastor, incredible um, evangelist, and, and has been with the NFL, you know, through his whole career. I mean, just incredible man, just incredible. He really is my second father. Um, and, and, you know, I call, we call him our Uncle RV. We've known him forever. And... He told my parents, you know, they were in this little play argument having dinner in uh, in, 80, in 1988. I was born in 1989. And he prophesied to my parents and told, um, told them that they would be having another baby. And it would be a girl. And not only that, that she would be born on his birthday, July 6th. I, and, I, and it's all right, man, you're just showing out now. And he said, I'm telling you, you're going to have a girl. And I'm prophesizing right now it's going to be a girl. And you just let me know. And, you know, my mom and dad are like, yeah, whatever. You're talking crazy. It's not going to happen. So time goes on. My mom starts getting sick. And, you know, she visits the hospital. Doctors are thinking it's a tumor. They're thinking it's all these things. And come to realize it's a baby. And the doctors tell them it's a boy. You know, they're expecting a boy, and they let my Uncle R.D. know and say, hey, you know, you prophesied, you were right. You know, we are having another baby, but it's a boy. And my Uncle R.D. was like, listen, I don't care what the doctors say. I, I know what my God says, and my God says that it's going to be a girl, and it's going to come July 6th. And you just call me when she comes. And lo and behold, you guys, baby with me. And not only was I a girl, they recognized why I looked like a boy in, in the sonogram was because my umbilical cord was between my legs. And so it was giving the appearance of, you know, 
But long story short is that um, I came out as a girl. I shocked everyone. And not only that, I came out on July 6, 1989. Me and my uncle RB have the same birthday. We call each other birthday twins. And so he prophesied my arrival. And you guys, that really set the tone. Um, even even just understanding that, and I, I didn't get that from him until way later down the line. Like, I didn't get this full story until actually my dad passed, and we were at the funeral, and my Uncle RB came and told me, and my husband was like, do you understand this story, how, you know, like, that you were prophesied, like, I called you, like, God called you for, and told me you were coming. And that really helped me with a lot of pieces that I have been battling with just through my life as a woman and just your worth. I mean, all these things that women feel. And it really does let you know that God calls you forth and it's real and he has a plan. And we are part of a bigger thing than ourselves. We are part of a kingdom, a spiritual family and a part of an earthly family. And we have to do our part and our due diligence to keep that faith, even when things are scary. We got to hold on to that faith, even if it's a mustard seed of faith, and, and keep that faith in family. Because right now, I believe the enemy wants nothing more than to destroy that. He feeds on steal, kill, and destroy. And that's community, that's families, that's that's women, that's children. You see it in Hollywood, where, where me and my husband were living. Well, that's one of the reasons why we left. You see the evilness there with how they doing children. A lot of media is not speaking about it. You see it in the destruction of men and, and, and fathers leaving the home. You see it when it comes to the spiritual family and us not being able to have church. It, it, you, know, it's, you see it, even though the the uh, vision or the um, image of what family may look like, but the actual family dynamic is under attack. And so I had to really share that with you guys today when it comes to faith and family is just really give you the encouragement and give you the inspiration to hold on and 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 um and that you know we needed this storm to make us wake up and to be better and to pay attention whatever that storm is you're going through in your life or even in this world as humanity we needed this storm to reveal to expose to make us stronger uh my hope is that you know we continue to be the gospel don't just preach it and um that humanity and lives will matter more eventually than tithes in the church and i know that ooh, i probably shook some tables with that but i i wanted to get to a point that lives matter more than tithes because that is what that is what my christ was saying yes tithe yes absolutely but my my people's lives my my people matter more their lives matter and so I'm going to do what I have to do in order to let them know that their lives matter. I'm going to die on this cross for them. I'm going to love. I'm going to have God. I'm going to have God forgive. I am forgiving them because I need to have that relationship with them. I need to have that connection and let them know that we are in this together because we're a family. And that is the most important aspect of it. And um, I, I want to close out in prayer. Um, but before I do that, I want to, um, leave you guys with a quote and that quote is love and faith are the most beautiful colors of the rainbow. Love and faith are the most beautiful colors of the rainbow. 
and I, I give that ode to my father. Um, you know, I always joke and say that, you know, he was the painter. My my siblings definitely got the, the painting and artistry as far as, I mean, they could actually draw. I can't draw to save my life <laughs> at all. Uh-uh. Don't ask me to draw. I got, you know, I can probably do like a little, you know, but don't, uh-uh, uh-uh. But I realized what that he had that was given to me in a way was being able to be a hardest. And that is someone that has the ability to be able to um, paint with love and with faith. And, and that is, that is my uh, piece to it. So no, I can't um, pick up a, a paintbrush and paint beautiful masterpieces, but I can with love and faith and, and with the words and what has God given me as a writer and an author. And that is what my art is. And so that is the calling that he has given me uh, in a way. And so that is my quote for you is that love and faith are the most beautiful colors. And so um, I hope for today that is enough. So let's close out in prayer. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your truth. We thank you for the storms that have come our way, Lord God, and you never left us. We thank you, Lord God, for when things look like we could not go on, you gave us the endurance to be able to hold on a little while longer, Lord God. So I am praying that humanity continues to have the endurance, Lord God, that every woman listening to the sound of my voice holds on a little while longer, Lord God. I don't know the storms they may be battling with internally or in their homes or in their spirit and their soul at their work or at their place, Lord God, but you know it. And so I'm asking that you meet them in those places where they're at, Lord God, and let them know that family, faith in family, faith in the spiritual relationship between you and them is the most important thing, more than anything, more than money, more than success. The faith in family the original family concept of God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit, and then God with humanity, representing Adam and Eve, Lord God, that that is the most important, and that we don't ever forget it. Even when the world wants us to, even when the enemy wants to destroy it, Lord God, that we remember that it's faith and family, faith and family that ends up crossing into communities, Lord God, and when we can save a community, we can save a nation, and when we can save a nation, Lord God, we know that now we're talking about the world, and that's what you came to save. And so we thank you. We thank you for being that strong God that overcame things that we are now seeing in the physical that we didn't understand how much sacrifice you had to do because we are seeing it right now, living out before our eyes, Lord God. And although it looks scary, we will remember to walk and cry, walk and cry, and walk and cry, and keep pressing. All these things we ask in your Christ, son, we pray. Amen. You guys, I thank you so much for tuning in for the last episode of the Faith Series for September. We are kicking off the Family Series next week, and I will be sitting down with my big sister, Joanna Nuradine Nabia Wilda Scott. I did call out her full name. She's probably mad about it, but I do not care. Uh, I will be tuning in with her with some sister talk for the Family Series, and I'm super excited about that one. But like I said, love and faith are the most beautiful colors of the rainbow. And I hope for today, that is enough. You can follow and listen to my streams 
on Believe Podcast, Apple, Spotify, and of course, like, comment, and subscribe. And I hope you guys have a great blooming day. And don't forget... Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.